A sat yogi is one who is practicing to endure the infinite intensity of the real. Who is no longer running away from the real. But can anyone bear the intensity of the absolute? Even to understand the meaning of this statement, one must listen with the third ear open, an ear that we usually leave closed as an act of running away from an unbearable recognition of what is really being said within the words that are spoken. And even if the third ear is open, it is usually not connected fully to the heart. Because then the unbearable intensity of the real would enter the heart and shatter the ego. because no ego can bear the intensity of the self. And so our lives are simply an ongoing action of running away from the self. We even run away from the self in the guise of seeking the self. And we run away from the absolute intensity of the self by creating concepts that pertain to the self and beautiful romantic images. But we Sat Yogis who are here to be real must recognize the illusions for what they are and face what we cannot face that caused us to prefer the illusions. There is no mystic road. It is only the halo effect of the Shiva singularity. 
But is there even a Shiva singularity or is that concept itself another subtle way of running into the symbolic theory rather than the real? As soon as any concept arises, it is already too late to understand it. Any concept appears merely as a trace of what has been lost irrevocably. That's why the Taoists said, beware of living in a world that recognizes goodness and celebrates wonderful ideals of beauty and dharma and all of the rest of those ideals we cherish because they appear only as already lost. And we simply <coughs> toy with ourselves on the edges of our own reality to try to implore a world in darkness to find the light. Because if the world could have been able to bear the light, the darkness would never have appeared. No one can bear the light. And this was why it is said, but again as a truism that is rarely understood, that one cannot see the face of God and live. So all of the thought patterns and images and all of the activities and all of the idiosyncrasies are merely ways of running away. And we run away in dualities, one of which opposes the other so that we can never be sure of which one we are running away from and which toward and both are illusions, because all dualities are illusions. And even the duality between duality and non-duality is an illusion. But those who pretend to be shy are really the most arrogant. And those who pretend they cannot speak are the ones who feel so superior that no one could understand their words. And those who feel they are most beautiful are terrified of their ugliness. And those who fear they have no beauty worship that. And those who feel that they are on the path of truth are simply in dread of the very truth and do what they can to keep the path going. So that the infinite intensity of what is real is never fully encountered. Except as a mirage. 
The human ego loves mirages, loves rainbows, loves halos. It loves dilution. It loves to dilute itself into experience. We could even say that on the macrocosmic level, the universe itself is simply a dilution of the infinite intensity of the singularity, a dispersion. So what is it like not to run away? What is it like not to project? What is it like not to think? Not to fall for the delusions of experience and the hope of some romantic resolution to the terror of facing one's aloneness. How alone are we able to be? How deeply into solitude are we willing to enter? Are we willing to let go of that faithful companion, the mind, that keeps us from ever encountering solitude? Are we willing to realize, not just to theorize, but to realize that our own existence is an empty narrative made of nothing but delusion? And that it is entirely irrelevant whether your existence is good or evil, dharmic or adharmic, pure or impure, because even purity is an illusion, even goodness, even love, because the infinite intensity of the real is beyond any of that, and that is merely a dispersion and a diversion from the essence of the real. And even thinking is simply a delusion of knowledge because if you were to feel the infinite intensity even of the mind you'd realize you are having an infinite number of thoughts simultaneously of an infinite power of revelation. And to avoid that, you do what you can to think one thought at a time and the other thoughts are repressed into the unconscious so you don't have to know them or completely lost by dissociating from the superconscious. 
So what you know of mind is only a tiny percentage of what mind really is, and even mind really isn't. And so there is no such thing as a satyogi. But if satyoga itself is, it can only be as a traceless trace of the dissolution into the infinite intensity of the real. That never moves never exist, can never be objectified. No knowledge can ever be had of that. And there is no that because there are no objects. Can we be equal to the intensity of the real with the intensity of determination to realize that we are that real. Can we turn our force of running away into the power of return of Mahapralaya. And be the intensity that cannot be known. Can we stand the stillness? The silence, the timelessness, the spacelessness, the fire, the energy. the absolute nothingness. And not run away into any narrative or history or future, desire or fear. And not justify our running away with any illusion that it is a path. For there can be no path to what you are.
It is only our willingness to die to the unreal. To refuse even to flirt with the unreal. That is the purity that can lead to presence. But it can only lead to presence in the present. If it is not now, it is never. There are no Satyogis. There is only Sat.